Each season, Guys Telling Stories seeks out fascinating people with a good story to tell. I'm Bill Easton. The man next to me is Rich Douglas. We're a couple of guys who love a good story. So join us in our quest to find fascinating people with a good story to tell. This is Guys Telling Stories. Welcome to Guys Telling Stories. Happy holidays, Bill. Happy happy holidays. I celebrate Christmas. Merry Christmas. Happy Hanukkah. <laughs> uh, we're excited. You know, it is the Happy season. Happy winter. Yeah. Yeah. We got a great guest today, Bill. Uh, a little Talking a little real estate with Marissa Hopkins. Okay. Uh, chatting with her about that iconic uh, home on the North Shore of Chicago known as the Home Alone Home. Home Alone Home. Alone Home. Yeah. Did you have a favorite holiday movie growing up? Christmas Vacation by far. Yeah, yeah. For, oh, yeah. For me, it was, for, it was, it was Home Alone. Uh, but believe it or not, Home Alone 2. The sequel. I never saw it. Yeah, well, you should. I know there was other really? sequels after that, three, four, probably more. But uh, but two was mine. I, but I'll be honest with you, the original's been growing on me the past few years. Was the same house in two? The same house was in two, but okay. then they take a little trip and, uh, and Where do they go he this gets time? lost in New York City. Yeah, a little bit different of a plot. <laughs> maybe, maybe I should have. Should I have watched it before this? Yeah. Interview? <laughs> well, it sounds like we have some uh, post podcast uh, plans. I watched that. the first one. I've seen the first one probably a dozen times. And I've yeah. Seen Christmas Story probably one thousand four hundred and twelve. Oh, I know. And, I know. Uh, yeah, Christmas Vacation somewhere in the middle. Yeah. Well, for me, like I mentioned, that Home Alone uh, house, that Home Alone home, is uh, is like a character in the story almost, and that's where our guest comes in, uh, Marissa Hopkins. She's uh, an award-winning realtor. She specializes in high-profile homes, new construction, and Marissa got involved with marketing and eventually selling the Home Alone home, the same one from the original movie and the second one. That's cool. So the story goes, Bill, I was reading some of the emails that we get from listeners, and someone sent us this video. You can call them fans. We can call them fans? Yeah, they're fans. (laughs) Well, I got a video from one of our fans. It was a link to a YouTube video of this woman marketing the Home Alone home. And it was really well done. It showed what the inside looked like, and it looks different than than in the movie. Okay. And the owners at the time were talking about when the film crew was there, and it got me interested in how this woman was tasked with selling this iconic home and doing a little bit of research. She's not only a realtor, she used to be a corporate strategist. She's a little bit of a green thumb. So we'll have to ask her about that too. But all in all, we wanted to hear her story on what it's like to actually sell the Home Alone home. Cool. All right. So let's give Marissa a call. Hi, Marissa. Welcome to the show. Thanks. It's good to be here. Yeah, happy to have you here. Winter time here for us. How how are things in your neck of the woods? Actually, it's cold but not snowy. I know you guys get a lot of snow where you are. We had we had quite a bit, but it's all gone thanks to rain. <laughs> thanks to rain. Yeah. And uh you are from what I I know a little bit north of Chicago? We are. I'm about 30 miles north. You Northwestern fan? Of course. All right. Well, is there north of Chicago? Is, yeah, you know, yeah, pretty good season it is. This year. It's also my hometown. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah, Bill's a big college football fan. West Virginia, though. Yeah. Uh oh. Well, well that's okay. we won't talk. We won't talk college football. Right? Okay, that sounds good. <laughs> well, Marissa, before we get too far into this interview, and we're excited about it, where's the best place for people to go online to find out a little bit more about you? Uh, I have a website, MarissaHopkins.com. Pretty straightforward. Pretty easy. 
Yeah. Well, it's well known that you have successfully marketed uh, and sold that iconic Home Alone home. I was showing Bill the video before we started recording, and he was he was having a kick out of it, uh, mm-hmm. like I have. Um, but I've heard you're quite the green thumb, too. Is it true you grow some food for your family's dinner right in your own backyard? Very true. Um, my family, we actually started with a tomato plant in a pot. And it's just sort of grown out of control over the past 15 years, I think. So, uh, yeah, we definitely grow a lot of things. Uh, Various places in the yard, though, we did consolidate this year and put in an official kitchen garden. So that was quite the plunge this year. Nice. Uh, Have you always been in real estate? No, I haven't. I uh, was a corporate strategist immediately before going into real estate. Oh, so when you were first starting out, that was uh, that was your job. Can you tell us a little bit about uh, about working in that field? Absolutely. Um, what I last did in that arena was I was a consultant, and I worked with companies that were needing to build their brands or extend their product lines, doing new product development. So I worked with Fortune 100s in the United States who. Um, wanted to grow. And my specialty is durable products, which are things like kitchenware and garden tools, which makes sense, right? Mm-hmm. And toys. I worked with uh, the repositioning of Barney, the big purple dinosaur a long time ago, and worked <laughs> with companies like Black, yeah, yeah, Black <laughs> and Decker. And I know, I know, Black and Decker, you know, companies like that, a lot in the housewares, houseware industry. So, so yeah, it was quite a switch, huh? Yeah, it it is quite a switch. You, it's interesting that you went from something that sounds like uh, is very difficult to get yourself into um, to selling realty. That's awesome. <laughs> Where everybody and their brother can jump in. Yeah, yeah. and normally it's it goes true. the other way around. Like people become realtors and be like, "Oh, I got to go back to school." <laughs> Something like that, right? Well, yeah. How did you get involved with real estate then? Well, a couple of things. One was my kids were hitting their teens and I kind of wanted to be around and thought that if I were a real estate agent, I'd have more time to be with them. Um, I also, actually prior to that, before I actually thought that, I wanted to invest in real estate. I was sort of, because they were getting near their teen years, I was starting to uh, cut back on some of some of my strategic work and thought, okay, I could invest and sold my own house in, actually, we lived in the city then. And thought, oh, that was pretty easy. Mm-hmm. I should check this out more. And so I did. And um, investing went into selling really fast. So what did your family think of you changing careers and getting into real estate? Well, they were actually pretty excited about it. They thought they'd see more of me. We'd have more time to play, etc. But any serious residential real estate professional would laugh at that. And I guess I would too now because that's far from reality. I work more hours 24 seven than I think I did as a corporate strategist. So 
but they're still pretty cool about it because they love looking at houses and uh, they get to do that sometimes with me. Well, that's nice. Well, let's dive right into that then. After establishing yourself uh, in the real estate world, what was the story behind earning that listing of the Home Alone Home? I believe it was all about the marketing plan. Um, It certainly was competitive and this was a really unusual and unique opportunity. Now that's not to say this is the first movie home to be on the North shore. There've been quite a few, but um, when I talked to the owners and was interviewed by them, um, I proposed trying to get national visibility for this particular home and the sale of this home. And they were game and they wanted to see a plan. So I put together a plan, a very comprehensive marketing plan. It wasn't your typical, okay, let's put a few ads in the paper. Let's have a brochure. Mm -hmm. You know, it went far, far beyond that to everything and anything you can imagine. And the company really supported it. Well, besides getting that plan together and getting the company on board, were there other struggles you had to overcome during uh, the, the, I guess, the acquisition of the, the listing? I think the biggest thing was, and this is true with every homeowner, is that we they all have friends and neighbors and people they know who are real estate agents. Mm-hmm. And it's a hard choice for them to have to... Uh, make that decision. And I believe one of my key competitors was not only a neighbor, but worked for the same company as I. Oh, wow. And so, so that was a challenge. I'm not sure when that particular person found out, and I'm sure there were others. Um, The biggest thing was, I don't exactly remember when this listing agreement was signed, but we began, I have a marketing plan that goes back to March and we didn't launch till May and it had to be kept a secret that whole time to everybody. So that was, I think, one of the biggest challenges was keeping it secret when all this activity is going on. Yeah. And it's, you know, I know, I know plenty of realtors, uh, either friends or friends of friends or just people I know from their face. And, it's their job to know things that other people don't know. And, um, you know, sometimes even they'll, they want to find out and they're good at finding things out. So that's, that's a hard secret to keep for sure. It was very hard. (laughs) Well, Marissa, I was wondering if we could talk a little bit about those months leading up to getting ready to sell the home. You mentioned there was a little bit of gap where you had to keep it a secret. What was entailed in the marketing plan and, uh, and the launch itself? There were many parts and pieces and components that had to be um, developed for the actual plan from the video, which wasn't just your standard video. They actually brought in a team from out east with a company called Shamrock Communications. And I gave them the outline and the goal and that I wanted to touch on the town, etc. And then they wrote the script and came in and we did all the photography, but that takes, that takes a while. And I wrote a book, we had brochures, we had, I actually came up with the idea for a movie poster. So on the day of the launch, which was May 5th, movie posters went up in all our offices that, um, announced that the house was for sale, but it looked exactly like, a you know, a movie poster were big. They were really cute. And, uh, that was also the ad and the full page ad and in many newspapers in the area. 
So all that had to be planned and developed and approved. And I, I literally approved everything for it to make sure it was consistent. Remember, branding was my background. So consistency was absolutely critical to me. And uh, there were promotions we did along with it. The other piece that was relatively new, now remember this was 2011, was social media. Mm -hmm. We bought, the first thing I did when I got the listing was I purchased like six different permutations on Home Alone Home online. Um, And then, of course, we bought them with Com, Net, and Info, which were, I think, the primary things. I don't remember exactly, but... We had a web page, we had Facebook page, we had, there weren't things like Instagram as far as I know back then, but on Facebook, it was huge, absolutely huge. And the website was visited a lot, but all in all, it was, it was pretty amazing. I mean, it was funny to walk by newsstands and see, you know, the cover of with the home alone on or, you know, and people who stands in the line and gets to actually read about something you're working on. It's kind of fun, you know, in the grocery store. Absolutely. Well, Marissa, getting into the home itself, can you tell us some of the differences between the movie home and the actual home? Well, um, For the most part, the facade is as it is. The front of the house looks exactly how it does in the movie, with a few minor exceptions. There were no pillars, but I don't think your average person would notice that. Mm -hmm. Um, Flanking the sidewalk near the front door. Um, The home has changed considerably since it's changed hands, but not the facade at all. The front still looks the same. Inside... I think the most, it's easier for me to tell you what is real versus what wasn't, but I'll try and do a little of both. The entryway and the staircase that Kevin went down on his toboggan Mm -hmm. uh, is how it was, except things like the decorating, the wallpaper, that sort of holiday, maybe flocky wallpaper didn't exist. And if you look at the video, you'll see more what I mean there. It was <laughs> the way the house is, is a lot more traditional than fantastic as it was in the movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, the living room where he set up the train existed, where he looked at um, old man Marley out the window. That's real. And in the house, that's in one of the sunrooms. There were four in the house, four sunrooms. Wow. That attic really existed. And where the zip line extended to the tree house, um, that was a real that that little alcove window definitely existed, but the tree house was built for the movie. Okay. A lot of the back of the house and the basement stairs really didn't exist. They were whatever they do in movies. Yeah. And the kitchen not the same. Pretty much that's pretty much it. There was a lot of the movie was filmed uh, in different places and sets were at a, in a, at a, at that time, a school that had been converted into like a recreation facility. Um, they set up sets there and that's where the second floor was created, et cetera, and shot. Wow. So no basement stairs, but old man Marley's house was real. Wow. Gosh, a little movie magic for you. 
Well, Marissa, you mentioned before that video, and people really should go check it out. I think it stood the test of time. It's it's amusing. It shows the home. Uh, but I noticed the the owners at the time were in the video. So I was curious, were they involved in selling the home? For example, were they present to answer questions that buyers might have? Actually, no, they were not. In general, you don't want to have the owners at a home when buyers are coming to look at it because buyers like to have the opportunity to talk among themselves. And if there's something they don't like, they don't want the owners there to mm-hmm. <laughs> overhear what they're saying. So, no, they weren't. Um, they were involved in the video because that was part of the plan to have it be more than a house. It was a story. And then we kept pulling it back to the house because obviously we were selling the house, not the movie. Mm -hmm. But it's fun to have little teasers in it and to hear from the owner's perspective and inside scoop on what it was like being there when the movie was um, being filmed. And they were game. They loved it. They loved having the movie film there. They always treated it as a special house. And enjoyed being part of the video, I'm sure. But no, they were not part of the actual showings or sale. How did you feel when you finally closed the deal and sold the home? I felt great. Um, I think the biggest challenge was, uh, of course, all the media contacted me again. And at that point, it's private because it's going to be a new owner's. And Um, We didn't even announce it until it actually closed. Mm -hmm. So, and went up on the MLS and we did not contact the media. And of course they did contact us, (laughs) but it's, it's in private hands and this is someone's home where they live and they enjoy and they're making their own memories and they're much more private. Um, So, you know, it was, much more low key. Of course, I felt great having sold it and having done so in probably record time for a celebrity home. Uh, it was great fun. It was a whirlwind. And uh, so it felt wonderful. It was it was an excellent accomplishment. And from a marketing perspective, literally, there was no continent on the world that I didn't talk to in the course of this. Well, we want to hear a little bit more about that international media tour you did for the home right after this quick break. Well, Bill, the good people at Podcast Your Story are proud to sponsor the podcast. They've been helping individuals and businesses podcast their story for years. It's a good time of year for podcasts. Yeah, you know, you're making those uh, New Year's resolution lists. You're making, mm-hmm. you know, buying things for different people. All these memories and emotions start coming up. Well, the professionals at Podcaster Story do exactly that. They record you telling your story, and the final product is a podcast. Businesses and individuals share your story with the world with podcasterstory.com. And our listeners get 20% off your first recording. Just mention promo code GTS. That's 20% off your first recording with podcasterstory.com by mentioning promo code GTS. What a great Christmas present. Oh, yeah. A little that time of year. You, know, hey. you, forgot your, you forgot gifts for someone. Just give them a podcast. Yeah, what a great gift. And now, back to our interview with Marissa. From our conversations earlier, if you want to speak a little bit, uh, when you launched the home, you were on every news outlet, but like, what was that day like for you? 
probably the funniest day in my life. Um, I've never been the spokesperson for a celebrity before. And so you have to imagine this is an inanimate celebrity, which is the house, and it can't speak for itself. So on that day, I was the voice for the Home Alone home. Um, and of course, I part of the t- a few of the interviews did include the homeowners as well. But so I was the face of the house. And on that day, we started at six in the morning and the PR agency and, and corporate had set up all the interviews. And I think everybody got maybe 10 minutes each. And it was back-to-back, nonstop interviews. So it was like being in a bubble. I saw none of it. In fact, to this day, I haven't seen a whole lot of it. I went back and looked at a video uh, just um, a couple days ago, and it was funny. I don't even ever remember looking at it. Mm -hmm. Um, So they happened to send me a copy. It was from Inside Edition. Oh, okay. And it was actually really good. I'm going to post it on YouTube and my website because it'll show you a lot of the before, you know, what was the movie and what's reality. It's really well done. It's a two minute video. And uh, so I was in a bubble from 6 a.m. till 11 at night Mm -hmm. and I was dead. I was absolutely dead (laughs) and I saw nothing. And the house literally was just me and the PR people and then whoever was let in at that moment. So. It was interesting, like nothing I've ever experienced before. And then I did a lot of interviews afterwards, but many of them were on radio or what have you. Yeah. Sounds so like a cool experience. Site. Yeah. It sounds like you said, one of the uh, most interesting days of your life. That's for sure. I want to sell a celebrity home. <laughs> Well, you're talking to the you're talking to the right person here. <laughs> Get some good advice. There you go. I'll coach you. No there you problem. Go. Uh, any advice to anyone else out there, maybe just starting out or finding themselves selling a unique property and maybe being in the middle of something larger than life like you? There aren't many Home Alone homes out in the world. There's certainly <laughs> other celebrity homes that where movies have been shot. Um, I guess my advice would be is to get your company on board, to have a really comprehensive plan mm-hmm. and get your company on board because... And the other thing that I think would intimidate a lot of people is if you're going to be the voice for the home, you have to feel comfortable in front of TV, on radio, and you have to decide if public speaking's for you or not. Because if it's not, and that's one of the top things people are afraid of, then that's probably not for you or not that tact for selling the house anyway. Well, remind everyone again where they can find you and that way they can get a hold of you when they're selling their celebrity home. (laughs) Okay, it's at marissahopkins.com, and I'd be happy to work anywhere in the United States. I can always get my license there. Well, Marissa, thanks so much for doing the show. You are welcome. Anytime. Marissa Hopkins in the Home Alone Home. Home Alone Home. Bill, there's probably only a handful of houses like that out there. What other houses are out there? Uh, like that, like Poltergeist was kind of. Oh yeah, you know, yeah. That home, I've that heard was kind of a character. I've heard there is a Christmas Story house in okay. Cleveland. You know. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely. Yeah, where that one? I, I was thinking uh, Christmas Vacation. No Christmas Story. Yeah. Thought of a good idea. What is? What's that? I think I'm going to decorate my house for Christmas next year. Okay. But instead of like traditional, put out some trees and lights and things. I'm just going to make scenes from 
Christmas movies. Yes. Like, I'll put Michael Jordan in the window waving to everybody, <laughs> and I'll try to get an old trailer. And get the uh, and leg get, lamp from the Christmas lamp, story. Yeah. And get, get an old trailer and, and dress up a mannequin <laughs> like uh, Uncle uh, or uh, Cousin Eddie. Yes, and yes. And having him dump the... The, <laughs> the sewage in the, uh, yeah. in the storm drain. That's right. And oh. just, just try to do uh, some, some movie scenes. <laughs> Your neighbors are going to love you. <laughs> <laughs> well, guys, this is our last episode of this year, but we'll be back in the new year with a brand new batch. And uh, I just wanted to say to you, Bill, Merry Christmas. Hey, Merry Christmas, Rich. Yeah. Let's go, uh, let's go get some eggnog. Oh, all right. I'm ready. Well, reminder to you, the listeners out there, that if you know someone with a fascinating story like Marissa's, then send it our way. Eggnog, web- Rich. Eggnog, let's go. <laughs> All right. Send it our way on our website, guystellingstories.com. Just go to our Suggest a Story form, and we love it when you send us those stories. Eggnog. And if you're new to the show, be sure to tap subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or just share the episode with your friends. There's nothing like a word-of-mouth recommendation. Now we- you're just making me wait. And we really appreciate it. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, we do. I'm just teasing. All right. Well, as always, I'm Rich Douglas. (laughs) I'm Bill Easton. Till next time.